We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are live. Welcome to the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk Dees, here with my two colleagues slash boys, uh, back from uh i don't know where he was last week but he missed us joining the show canada baby canada's number one dfs player canada's only hall of fame inductee to the dfs canadian hall of fame he is the one the only toe tag and tambo tyler tambolene and also not to be outdone is killer b2482 brett hartfield uh, one of the Bitcoin boys out there who's uh, constantly bragging and showing off about his uh, rocket emojis and, and whatnot. But uh, what's up, fellas? How how we doing? We're back for, what is this, week 15? Yeah, week three 15. weeks. And we had our last Thursday night game last night. Like the season is like almost over. Crazy, right? Right. So, yeah, three weeks left. Um, I kind of just pulled up uh, NFL records uh, for this week. So I'll, I'll start talking like a little bit of like game theory or at least end of season, like what teams actually have to play for. Because I mean, that, that starts coming into play, especially when you're looking at, um, I don't know, just injuries and what, what teams truly have to play for and what they're, what they're looking to achieve. Let me make it easy for you. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers, it's Devontae Adams, and it's Travis Kelsey. Yeah, those are the three guys who don't mm-hmm. who are just playing all about themselves. Just ride them out, baby. Um, all right. So how'd you guys do last week? It was uh, it did okay. It did pretty well. Yeah, like uh, for me, for me, like um, it was it was a really solid result week. Um, basically a hundred percent ROI for me. But when I look at my uh my last decisions uh coming in like ninety minutes before game time. Um, I made all the wrong decisions except DraftKings. So FanDuel, uh, I had a 1v1 there just uh, in the flex, Devontae versus Derrick Henry. And the difference between Devontae and Derrick Henry ended up being 12.4 points. Um, I rolled Devontae just because he played in the later slate. I wanted wanted a little bit of time, possible way to kind of leverage off that if my lineup went bad. but I produced a top 10% lineup there, but with Henry, it's a top 1% lineup. So yeah, that was, that was a very costly one there. And then I had a three versus three. That was super costly. Uh, we got news that Fournette was ruled out. So I ended up buying Rojo, uh, a Rojo in a few spots. 
And so it got off of both uh, Mike Davis and uh, uh, Henry and got onto Rojo and Devante. Um, so I ended up buying a lot of Devante over Derrick Henry, which ended up being, you know, like a 12 point mistake. And then uh, getting off of Davis there for Rojo was, was pretty costly. Um, and Yahoo, I kind of just a little bit over break even. Um, but yeah, I had a really solid week on DraftKings. Tambo, how'd you end up uh, for week 14? Now that we're through your whole spreadsheet there of results, I'll tell you how I did. It was pretty, pretty good, actually. You know, my first week not being on the pod, I apologize. I appreciate you guys filling in for me and getting it done. But, you know, I, it was uh, looking like a bad week, and then it turned out to be good at the very end of the game. My highest Ayuk! Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk. I told you about this story. Yeah, ba- basically they should have probably thrown a Hail Mary, and instead they decided to throw a little slant pass to Ayuk, which ended up going for 12 or 13 yards or something. You get the – one point full PPR, the, the yardage add-on. I was kind of worried because he, he gave a little flip pass at the end. And I remember like way back at like a live final where somebody did that. I think it was uh, some of her Tennessee. I Two, can't remember now. 2000, yeah, it was 2015. I was at that. Level. Yeah. And I forget, I thought like they gave away his points. And I was like, damn, if they I give away these IU points, I'm dead. But they didn't give them away. It all worked out. So actually, yeah, first week not being on the pod and one of my better weeks. So maybe I should just let you guys go on your own going forward. I already got stripped at the top of the show of the honors. If I'm the, if I'm the number one Canadian DFS player and the Hall of Fame inductee to the Canadian DFS Hall of Fame, it means I'm a one of one. So it's rare in the sports card world, Kirk, but it, I don't know if it's that good. After so you want to, you want no, it is. You want to go out on top? Is that what you're saying? You want to leave I, I on might top have of to, the man? I, you know, and Ayuk slant pass for 200 bucks profit and in the only the only one in the one for one yeah i might just stick with that um all right let's uh i know uh brett's dying to get to this uh rg online holiday poker tournament party i gotta slap people baby i gotta slap people via, via zoom so uh let's try to make this this week's quick and uh to yep. the point um all right so we've got 11 games we have uh, we're only going to be talking about Sunday here. It's not going to be talking about the, the two-game or Saturday, but we've got some interesting games for Sunday. We've got some some news that came out. First big news that's kind of shaking the slate is uh, Michael Thomas has been ruled out. Drew Brees is ruled in. Um, interesting to hear how much do you guys think if Drew just – how much Taysom you, action do you think they they still run with uh, with Brees back? Um, I'm not sure how to, how to uh, project that. But uh, anyways – um, that's a, a highlight game of the week with, uh, against the chiefs, you know, they're at home, uh, the chiefs are on the road, three and a half points in new Orleans, uh, 52 point total. Um, so there you got, not only is that like a marquee game, but now we've got some, uh, some value that opens up in there. Kamara certainly looks to be improved with, uh, Michael Thomas out also with Drew B's breeze back at the helm. So we probably can expect a lot of targets, which is how that guy gets paid, and uh, so he's probably a good play. And then you got uh, Mahomes and all the uh, Travis Kelsey chasing records and Tyreek who just goes off against anyone, uh, especially with uh, man-to-man coverage with the Saints play. Um, then we have another game. Oh, we got uh, Tennessee Titans at home against uh, what's Matthew Stafford lists possibly. Um uh, against uh, the, the Lions at home. So that looks like a 11-point uh, spread. 
and a great Derek Henry spot who I rode everywhere last week and he left a lot on the table. It was uh man, he almost, he broke one, but he almost broke another one. He should have broken it. I thought. And, uh, and then they, uh, he didn't get rewarded um, after a monster run. Um, so he left some on the table there, but certainly I'm not complaining. Um, or you're not, you're not complaining. No, a little um. bit, kind of complaining. Um, then we have what else for like a higher total? There's the Colts at home uh, against the, the trash defense of the the, the Texans um, with Deshaun Watson. The good news for the Texans is that uh, well, I don't know if David Johnson really qualifies as good news, but at least he's back, um, and uh, Brandon Cooks is back. So they have at least one legitimate or two legitimate wide receivers now. Um, as opposed to this makeshift offense they were using last week. But, man, they are a disaster. Um, and uh, T.Y. Hilton certainly owns them uh, every time he plays them. So it be interesting what we do with him. What else? You got Lamar against Jacksonville. Everybody smashes against Jacksonville. Um, not sure what the status on Hollywood Brown is with the COVID. Now I'm hearing reports that he's probably going to play, but he's certainly not going to be practicing with the team. So, um, we'll see how that, that ends up. Uh, oh, we got the Seahawks, Russ, uh, in, uh, against the Washington on the road against the Washington football team, uh, small total, but, uh, maybe a lone spot to, uh, participate in. I don't know. And then you got Tom Brady, uh, minus six point favorite against the Falcons who are without. Julio, the good news for Brady is it's in a dome. Good news for Brady is that the Falcons' defense is horrible against the pass, but good against the, the run. Um, and uh, we'll see how competitive the uh, the Falcons' offense can be without Julio. That's kind of the big concern there, right? And then, I don't know, and then a bunch of rest of other games. That's it. What about so, your game? What about your game? Hurts what's my, versus Kyler. Oh, my God, I missed that. That's my favorite game. That is my favorite <laughs> game. Um. 48 and a half point total, uh, Arizona at home. Kyler looking a little bit more like himself after last week. Back to the rushing Kyler. Maybe his shoulder's a little bit healthier. He looks, he passed the eye test to me, looks better against this atrocious, uh, depleted Eagles secondary. So, um, and uh, Jalen Hurts, so two running back quarterbacks. Uh, so, and a lot of play volume potentially in this one. So yeah, I, I love that spot. So that's it. That those are all the games for me. Um, but uh, any uh, early big picture, big slate overview for each of you guys, any thoughts? Uh, for me, I'll just say it's December. So weather, right. There's plenty of dome games that we can invest in um, playoffs. Right. So just know what teams have what to play for. And then um, just, you know, obviously keep up with the injuries because we already got stud wide receivers out like Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, um, Galladay still not out there. Um, but yeah, we have some really questionable guys too, like um, like the Giants guys with Evan Ingram, Daniel Jones. Um, Cole Komet like could be in a big spot if Jimmy Graham's out, Chase Edmonds highly questionable. So yeah, just a lot of, a lot of obviously late year injuries here that uh, will swing a lot of things. So who knows how much uh, this show will be even re relevant come Sunday uh, because, you know, there's still a lot of news to drop. Yeah. I think you're right on some of the stuff, you know, the news for sure. Like you said, we have to be on top of it all year. It's already later in the season. We see this stuff enough. Like what, you know, Zeke would be an example. Will they want to put him out there where they're already splitting with a guy like Pollard? There's a lot of situations like that. For me, it comes down to, 
Uh, continuously ignore cornerback and wide receiver matchups. Don't really play into the do guys care because, you know, these guys are all still playing hard and a lot of spots you can still get after. I think the biggest thing is with all these large spreads on the slate, typically it leads to a lot of running backs in those situations. And I definitely think there's some opportunity to take some passing attacks where, you know, if a team has a 30 point total, I don't care if they're supposed to win by 14 in Vegas and probably do. It doesn't necessarily, you know, that's been the thing from four years ago, five years ago in DFS, it still works still works in your favor. You know, you can play the running game there all you want, but you know, that's not going to be unique. You're not going to be setting yourself up any way other than others are. And then lastly, that's why I brought it up Kirkwood. I'm excited for this, this one game, man, Hertz versus Kyler. I think that's going to be a great game. And I know people are talking about it a little bit, but I don't know. We'll see, man. I, I think Jalen helps more than he hurts. So I'm more into that game oh. than more into him as a quarterback play. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But let's do it, man. Let's talk about this. Let's get through it. We'll start with running backs, I guess, and roll it out from there. Yep, uh, right at the top. So the guy who uh, I jammed in everywhere. So last week I jammed in um, um, Derrick Henry everywhere, every site. Um, and, uh, man, I want to jam him in again against uh, Detroit. Just uh, a team that you absolutely can run on, um, a team that uh, has been at the, the bottom of the DVOA against running it the whole year. I mean, they're at the bottom against everything, but you can do whatever you want. But this is, a, this is just a spot where you just feed – feed the, the big dog and uh, he should produce and break some. So uh, like him. Um, Do you like him guy, on DraftKings? At, uh, I, yeah. I'll play, I, if there's value, I like him for sure. It's the safe. To me, he's like the safest. Things could go wrong. So I wouldn't say the safest, you know, because obviously like a passing touchdown, like we'll take him, but I, I yeah, I'll ride this guy. I mean, the I think Kamara, Kamara outscores yeah. him at 2K cheaper. Oh, Kamara's a, Kamara's a better play, but you can play them both. Um, uh, and, uh, I know you'll probably, or, well, maybe you won't. Cause I, I mean, I, I would like Henry over Dalvin cook. Um, no, I agree with that. And, uh, so anyways, but, uh, the other guy I jammed in was Monk, David Montgomery, who is electric by the way. And I'm sick of people uh, slandering him. <laughs> You've been beating this horse. You've been beating this yeah, horse. Yeah, and I'm fucking right. God damn it. <laughs> no. Um, um, so anyways, bad. it's literally the three best matchups of the entire year. I don't care. The dude is good. He's not bad. It's it's just been a shitty quarterback and a bad line for. I gotta side with Kirkwood on this one. I think Sell he's high. Right. Sell high. Um, but get those Montgomery rookies. You know, get those autographed <laughs> no. prisms or whatever the hell you you guys buy. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Cam Akers is going to be really popular from the Chucks perspective. I mean, the dude's just taking over the backfield. Uh, another guy who is electric, um, 29 rushing attempts against the New England Patriots last week. Um, or, uh, yeah, yeah, la- last week and uh, gets the Jets. Now, I, me, everyone likes to, to play these running backs against the Jets. I like to go pass against them because they have just the absolute worst secondary and, like, it's just such smooth sailing. So that's a way to attack that for GBB. But the Rams do – like, they should be able to do whatever they want in this game and – they are run heavy um, when uh, when they can be. So uh, Acres certainly is a, is a good play. Uh, Leonard Fournette is someone we should talk about as a value with Rojo out. They've said that uh, he's going to be the lead back for Week 15 against the Falcons. Which the Falcons stopped the run. It's going to be a tough tough from that angle. But um, you know he he should be utilized in the pass game. That's where he gets points against that Falcons deep in the running back. However, the reason he was benched was because of his 
drops, right? He was just dropping everything that Brady would, would feed him in the passing game. And uh, they just fully flat out benched him last week and had LaShawn McCoy and Kishon Vaughn uh, ahead of him. Uh, so for a DMP, so that's an interesting situation um, to talk about. And then there's Kamara for sure, who's going to start up to be probably the most popular running back play just because of Price and Michael Thomas out and Drew Brees back. Um, guys that'll get forgot about will be uh, James Robinson, David Montgomery, kind of that tier will start losing some of its luster. But um, those are some GPP plays. I don't know. What, what are things looking like to you guys? And we didn't even talk, like, if Mostair is out, uh, Jeff Wilson against, uh, against Dallas. Yeah, I think it just came out a little bit earlier that Mostair looks like he's going to go. So we'll see what happens there. But that's one of the pieces to monitor for sure. Yeah. Uh, it says he just just popped up. He's not on injury report for Sunday. Yeah, he's going to be good to go, I believe. Just I don't believe good. anything. That's, I, exactly. I just, you got to keep an yeah. eye on that stuff, man, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, the way I look at it is, like, uh, to, to me, I mean, we, we haven't taken in the facts uh, of all the news with Michael Thomas uh, being out and then Drew Brees in. Uh, I, I do think Kamara is the – I mean, he's the easiest smash play at 7.4 on DraftKings. Um spot where his his routes run his targets go way up with Drew Brees in this offense uh no Michael Thomas we've seen this in weeks one through what maybe seven eight um with no MT uh actually Michael Thomas is there the first three weeks but then like weeks four through seventh four through eight it was it was the Elvin Kamara show so he is a 10 he I mean he should be a 10k uh, uh running back in this spot uh, gets a great matchup, um, not a great matchup, but at home versus Kansas City. He's going to be utilized quite a bit. Um, yeah. Easy I, easy play. We don't need to say anymore. Yep, yep. Um, Five touchdown play. Like, I mean, obviously that's going to that's gonna affect Derrick Henry. Currently we have uh, Derrick Henry at 26.7 ownership. That should come down a little bit. Um, I'm going to be nowhere near uh, 26.7 in tournaments. I think I'll be more – I, I think I can completely fade Derrick Henry and just Dude, Henry, um, Henry's like live with the gonna, results. He's going to 40 ball easy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's going to have to get 200 yards on the uh, ground, which, he, which will be which easy, which time. is so yeah. easy for him in this matchup too. Um, yeah. But oh, uh, another thing that we didn't talk about is I think he needs almost 500 yards exactly in the next three games to get 2k. So he was um, complaining, basic- like they let him back in for one play to get over 200 yards. Mm-hmm. At the end, and you saw him like bitching to to Vrabel about going back in, and you know he was like doing that for his own, you know, personal yardage numbers. Um, they didn't put him back in again, but they were. Yeah. They went to Mick Nichols at the end, but uh, there. In his next co- three he, matchups, he's cognizant ne- of that. Yeah, these next three matchups are so easy, so I think he gets to two K. Um, I'm just hoping it's not like a monster two fifty three touchdown type day, but. Um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, four net cheap is obviously going to be chalk with no Rojo. Um, and then you got, you got the Rams two touchdown favorites, right. With eight acres usage. I mean, I think both of those guys are better chalk than Derrick Henry. I, I'm going to fade the Derrick Henry chalk all day and, uh, by four who, who should be fresh, uh, didn't, uh, didn't suit up last week. We know Elvin Kamara is fresh with, he has That's an interesting workload. line. That's an interesting uh, way to look at it. It should be <laughs> yeah. fresh after yeah. being DMP. Yeah. And Kamara, Kamara should be fresh, right? His usage has been way down. And then uh, Cam Akers, we've been beating on this drum for like 11 weeks, and then we finally got it on a, what was that, a Thursday game? 
So we didn't even really get to play him unless he played showdown. So uh, yeah, I, I think those are my favorite guys. I'm going to fade Henry and then uh, buy those guys uh, for the chalk. Uh, what do you say, Tamil? I'm definitely in on Henry. The matchup is incredible. I'll have, you know, some other lineups there. I will get to Tannehill and his guys. I see that one being a possibility. I think uh, Dalvin Cook is interesting up there as sort of a pivot. They just like to use him so much. Again, I don't know what's going to be like late in the season here, but as far as usage goes, but the idea of, you know, the, what's the gap going to be between those two guys, like 30% versus 10 or something. So uh, I could definitely go there in tournaments. I think that's, you know, a little bit more interesting. Your Camara thing, I know you were beating the horn, though. You're beating the drum, I should say, Brett, before the Michael Thomas news. So I think that's part of the, you know, the conversation. But he's just going to be so high owned. And, and then, Kirkwood, I want to ask you about Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say start at Jonathan Taylor. That's what I was going to say to you. I, I kind of like that because now he was going to be owned. I think we're still showing him without the update at like 22%. Right, we haven't updated Kamara uh, yet. Kamara is obviously going to skyrocket and eat up more of his than he is of Derrick Henry's. I think it's easy, like you talked to Brett earlier when you mentioned it. You can absolutely just play them both with Henry and Kamara in cash games. I think that's a lock for for me anyway. It is, you know, if you're doing if you're doing DraftKings, especially FanDuel, the same. Like you can do that no problem and get other guys in. But for tournaments, that makes me like Taylor a little bit more. I'm really liking your call, you know, against Acres. I, I was feeling Acres. I think here's the reason why, and I'll say what I would see for tournaments is, I think that not only do people like what they saw in Acres, it was an island game, so it stood out. They're going to get back to it. We know that they don't want to. Even McVeigh talked about it this week and said, "Look, I don't know if we're going to feature a guy. That's not normally our thing." And he's typically been pretty honest, but we'll have to wait and see. It's all coach speak. It's hard. There's not enough sample size. Everything along that lines. But we never really talk about this. Defense is a thing though this week because. There's only one defense that's, that's $4,500 and it's the LA Rams and people naturally plug them in or look to put acres with that D and that's sort of their secondary correlation just naturally. Obviously it can get there. Obviously it makes sense with the spread that they've got this week at home, et cetera. But I really like what you said there. I, we have been targeting this Jets pass D all year. Like it's been crushing. So why wouldn't this be a good spot for a guy like Goff with Cup? and woods and all it ends and things that he can do out there. I think that is actually a very strong leverage option in tournaments. As much as you can talk about how good acres of play could be. I really like going with the passing game there. And then one more guy that stands out to me up here is actually uh, the opposite side of Henry. And it's Deandre Swift. Only if Matt Stafford is out because we know with, you know, a guy like chase Daniels coming in, just, you know, Looking check for it, guys, man. Check Hawkinson, it down, check it down. Swift, check it down. Exactly. That's what I'm seeing. And if we, you know, I don't, I never really play running backs together. This would be a combo you could because one's really expensive. One's much cheaper at 6,400. Because but, one's going to bust off 40 yard touchdown runs. And then all of a sudden the ball's going to be back in the other hands really quick. Where they have so, to just throw and throw yeah. and throw and he can rack up 10 catches. So yeah, I actually do like that. And that's the thing. I'm not going to ignore it this week. You know, we had a, he had a bad week, but you know, if, if Brett's, listening you know even bitcoin can have a bad day every now and again so henry said two good weeks out of the last three the one in between was definitely bad when that's what you're hoping for but man d hember it's gonna keep on rolling the winter tires are on he's got the studs it's rolling out so i'm going with that and then you know there's lots of good value plays down there if you want to continue to talk about them i just think uh, the interesting one is Fournette kirkwood so I think Brett's on him. It sounds like Brett's on him. I personally don't love a guy that was getting snaps released to a guy like LaShawn McCoy at this stage in the game. That tells me there's not a lot of faith there. And I also think 
one interesting thing about Fournette is if you go look at the stats all season, quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends destroy Atlanta. Yeah. So and Brady's got to get going, and he's got to do something, man. Exactly. And uh, and you, and it's just really tough to run on on that, on the, the such Falcons. a tough matchup. Yep. And and I and he was DNP'd. It's like I mean, yeah. There's I guess there's like the narrative like he could if they do really trust him and give him the whole the let him lead the show and him like trying to earn his earn his uh, trust back and all of that, but. I don't know. It's, a, it's like, a price play, man. He can fall into it. Like, I actually don't hate if you want to use him in cash to make everything work. But he's work the one guy I want to fade. Like, you know what I mean? He's the. Like, I think the, you absolutely fade him in tournaments, and that's what we're here for. But the reason is, is because the, the only thing that scares me is that they have, like, almost a 30-point team total. And because you can get after it in the past game, you've got guys like Godwin, um, Godwin Evans, and even Antonio Brown. These guys are just going to rip on them, and it's going to be passer interference. And then, boom, Fournette's going to be right there on the line to bust three touchdowns in one yard touchdowns. And there you go, breaks it out. So, nah, he I, won't I get in. He, he, he won't get in, and then it'll be the Brady sneak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I don't see a lot a of scenarios. Three. I don't see a lot of scenarios, though, where Fournette uh, fails here because his target mm-hmm. share has been so high on the season. Um, and yeah, you can look at it multiple ways, right? He, he obviously was not activated last week. So um, I, I just want him back in that pass uh, receiving role. Um, and and I, I, would, I would assume that means he still gets double digit carries. I don't know how it goes bad for him because I don't see LaShawn McCoy getting more than five carries. I don't see uh, Keyshawn Bonds uh, touching the ball more than a handful of times. So I mean, to me, this is this is a pretty easy Fournette play at, at uh, his price tag. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have Vaughn, a Keyshawn Vaughn is for sure getting at least one touchdown. I'll call that right now. I don't. They they're probably not going to get a rushing touchdown. Is what the way I'm looking at it. But I, man, um, this Mike Evans is so big. They just literally pull on them. They don't let him score. So it's always passer interference. That's why everyone like hates on Mike Evans. He's so good, and they're like, "Oh, Brady doesn't like him or whatever." It's not like this. Guys don't, they can't D him up. He's too big. So they just rip him down and that's going to be where Fournette jams it in. But it could be a guy like Vaughn on the one yard line. But I, I don't know. One other guy though, let's talk about another guy because we're moving this thing quick. $5,500, Kenyon Drake, if Edmonds is out. Yeah. In that game, we've talked about it plenty of times this season about using him with Kyler as you know a single stack with Kyler and Drake on his own, secondary stack, whatever you might want to do. What, what's your guys' thoughts on Kenyon Drake, Kirk? I'm not, I'm not playing him with Kyler, even though you, it looks like you can based on uh, last week results. Just because, like, I, first of all, I think Nuke is going to go absolutely nuclear uh, in this game because their secondary is just decimated. And Slay might be out. Even if Slay's in, he's, he's, been, he's been abused every single week, and he's banged up, and he's, it, this, this secondary is dust. And so it's just going to be smooth sailing. And, you know, and then – Kyler's going to get his on the ground. I mean, it could, it could, I just, I wouldn't play them together. Um, I don't mind the play. I'll speak to your Jonathan Taylor. I like that a lot. Um, basically there, there, I mean, there is the matchup is just as good as it gets, you know, in this spot, they allow like 185 yards a game to running backs. Basically they uh, almost 5.4 yards per carry, like, which is way more than any, any against any other team. They just don't tackle. They, they're just so pathetic, this, this uh, Texans defense. And, you know, the writing now, – now we're at the point of the year where these young guys are taking over their backfields that they've punished throughout the season to try to get them better for pass-blocking scenarios and whatnot. And, 
you know, they, you know, we've seen it with Cam Akers taking over. We're seeing it with Jonathan Taylor. He's had over 20 uh, carries in two of his last three games had, you know, 20 carries in the last one, 150 yards, two TDs. So, um, and now gets this pristine matchup here against the Texans. So, I mean, I love that the, the guy I want to kind of just get your thoughts on quickly. Um, just going like is, is Clyde, Clyde, the glide Edwards, Alaire against uh, the saints tough matchup, but like, at least from like a game theory, like spot in this game where everyone's going to be having Camara everywhere. They're not going to want to load up on the two running back situation. No one wants to play the running back situation. The chiefs, it just seems like his price is there. I don't know if we're talking about Fournette, you know, at 4,500, Stranger things than Clyde having a cup busting off a couple of touchdowns in this game have happened. So I'd be interested to hear your guys' thoughts. Yeah, I, I think he's he's one of the best tournament plays every week. The reasoning because uh, Kansas City is always going to be one of the most high scoring uh, teams every single week. Uh, I mean, obviously you got Mahomes, you have Kelsey, you have Tyreek, uh, just crushing it the last month. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still getting the high value opportunities. That's the big thing. He's getting. Eight, eight carries inside the five. He's still getting a lot of targets, uh, three targets inside the 10. Um, I, I, I like this spot a lot. I mean, Kansas City is still going to score touchdowns. It's just and, – and Kansas City, when they're within the five, it's not like, it's not like the Packers and Rodgers, where Rodgers is constantly throwing for those touchdowns. They're, they're still running the ball. So, I don't know. I feel confident that uh, Edwards Lair has a three-touchdown upside. Um, you know, can he get there? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but it's, it's, Brett, it's I love it's, you, man. You, you always add like way more than needs to be. Like he could have a one or two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, you should have said, yeah, he does have that two touchdown upside, but no, it's got to be three. It's always like three hey, or hey, five. When your team, this guy just slams when, touchdowns on when your team like, When your team puts up five touchdowns. On the most pass heavy team in the freaking league. <laughs> no, it's it's possible. I'm not, I just, I'm dogging him a little because it's always so funny. Could easily get by one or two, like 101 on the ground. He's like, oh, he's got it's an easy three. We're looking for ceilings, it's, boys. It's these Bitcoin bros. <laughs> We're looking for ceilings, boys. We're looking ceilings, for ceilings, man. He, people um, say Bitcoin's gonna hit 100. Brett's always talking like 200, 300, and a. Split. You know who looked goddamn good last week? Who's that? Miles Sanders. Uh, one play. His yeah, line had, is terrible, but he always looks he good. Play. He's great. Yeah, it was a hell of a play, and he still and he got. But they 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 went. He got five targets. He got 14. 14 rushes was a tough matchup against New Orleans, who actually been gashed a little bit lately against. Hey, did you guys see but... New Orleans didn't give up a hundred yard rusher in like 50 some games, and then they gave up two uh, 100 yard rushers, both Hurts and. Uh, I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? It was like three three and a half years they didn't give up a hundred yard. But it was rusher. also like smart, like use your best player. Yeah. So do we think do we think Hurts now is an added For once? Is he an added Sorry. bonus to the running game here? Like, I, I mean, mean, I think, I mean, I think it's that there's going to be a lot of, yeah, I think it makes it like a lot of like, either Sanders or Hurts back and forth, you know, like, yeah, sure. The the helps and hurts things going all day. He hurts the running game from Miles Sanders. He helps the team overall, and his his legs are good. So I actually like Jalen Hurts quite a bit this week as we keep going through the jokes and get to him, but. Uh, Miles Sanders looks great, man. He always does, but I think just the way it sets up. But you know how it works, right? Sometimes a running quarterback can really help boost that. And you've got a situation here with, uh, you know, another spot just to move it along. But you know, J.K. Dobbins in this spot with yeah Lamar Jackson. You said earlier, you know that wow, he's only fifty nine hundred. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a play. 
Yeah, you mm-hmm. said you know earlier everybody smashes. I played Ingram in Showdown for his one snap the first play of the game. Oh, no. <laughs> they didn't use him whatsoever. That's brutal. Yeah, good try. N- nice effort. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Dobbins is fine. I think it's kind of interesting just because he's a little bit less there than Acres. It's sort of a similar spot. The matchup at home, the big spread, everything that goes with it. You, you said earlier, you know, everybody smashes Jacksonville. You could say everybody shits on Jacksonville. Now we get Lamar Jackson coming off the poop game. We get him in there. You, you never the know what could game. happen in a game like this. So. You know what pissed me off is that he gets all that love, but, like, he, like, they only came back because uh, McSorley or whatever hurt his knee there at the end. Like, he could have come back, you know? Put a, put a baby wipe in your ass and get out there and play, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Something was going on, man. He said he got the IVs, the IVs. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was just truly cramped up. <clears throat> Irritable Val syndrome, maybe. I don't know. Um, close. I, Tambo, I'm right there with you though on Kenyon Drake. I'm not. I'm not in on David Johnson, whether or not you know uh, the injury situation with Duke. But I want to be in on Kenyon Drake for sure. Um, you know, uh, if Chase Edmonds is out. And so. uh, let's not forget Gus Edwards. If we're talking about Dobbins, it's like it doesn't have to be. Dobbins upside? is electric, but like What's his 44. Upside? Four, the two touchdowns certainly for 44 uh, 100 that will work I, I i you know what i would take him over leonard fournette right now gus edwards yeah he's had seven uh, carries he's had yeah. seven gus the bus two no. touchdown upside he had seven carries against against the okay. two touchdown upside sure that's like the max against the again it's the ceiling slash also his no his ceiling is two one yard touchdowns and so there's your points you know you got 13 points or less. All right, boys, we got a poker tournament to play. Let's go to quarterback. Um, yeah, <laughs> this guy's right, so fired up. I hope Brett Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Gus uh, Edwards. All right, all right QB. Who cares about QB because we're just only stacking. But Lamar, okay, there are. We, this is a week where we can have some naked QBs. Uh, Lamar yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly qualifies. You know, he's the worst goddamn passer ever. Um, did hit uh, after, I guess, the uh, – cleaning out his system did help him hit Marquise Brown uh, on that play. But other than that, but his rushing, but he's the best running back in the league. So like his rushing is just amazing. Um, And uh, playing Jacksonville. So that's easy. 7,500. Kyler's back to running um, after last week, you know, 13 rushing attempts. uh, So he's on the, on the upswing again, potentially, you know, his shoulder looked better. At least to me, it looked better. Um, And has a, you know, matchup where not only can he run against this team, but, and they also stuff running backs, but uh, he can certainly take advantage of this depleted secondary. And uh, so I'm expecting a big game on him. Then there's Patrick Mahomes, who you can always play at 7,900. I like Jared Goff. I know Tambo's already talked that he's with me on this one. Um, I think this is Goff week um, where he ends up having a big game, but then there's potential, I guess you could go to Deshaun Watson, but I, I, I'm not feeling that personally, but uh, Jalen Hurts is in play. Can Tom Brady do something finally? Yep. Uh, we'll see. This should be the week. Uh, then Tannehill is uh, is someone you can play uh, as leverage against uh, against uh, Derrick Henry and uh, Philip Rivers. Although he's so, I like John. I didn't even mention. I kind of like Taylor even more because of uh, Philip Rivers has been kind of battling like some toe foot injury um so it just makes it just as it gets to here later in the season and with that line and uh 
and with a good matchup, it just seems like they're just going to just take advantage. I think T.Y. is going to get his because he always does against his. I feel like they're just using T.Y. Like, like they're just making up for lost time because they're in, like, easy matchups and, like, getting him back back on uh, on track. But I certainly feel like they could do that again uh, this week. But uh, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, I'll just highlight uh, four guys, and then I'll let uh, Tambo go from there. But it's – Jalen Hurts, uh, I think, will probably be my highest owned guy. It, pretty simple here. Uh, he had 18 carries, right? Uh, that's, that's a ridiculous floor. He gets an easier matchup versus Arizona. It's in Arizona, a little bit better weather game. Philadelphia uh, is about as healthy as they've been all year. That's, that's all we need to have. Uh, 18 carries again, had 30 attempts passing. I mean, that's, that's a ri- ridiculous amount of opportunity. Um, and it was against one of the top five defenses in New Orleans. So if he can succeed there, he definitely can succeed versus Arizona. Uh, and then I'll have uh, plenty of ownership on the other side of the ball there with Kyler Murray at 7K. Uh, Matt Ryan at home versus Tampa Bay at 5,400. I know he's going to be without Julio. So that 5,400 is probably a, um, a good price tag. But at home in a dome uh, versus Tampa Bay, who's been very susceptible. Uh, this defense has not looked good uh, in the second half. So um, definitely want to have some shares there and what potentially could be a shootout, which they probably will lose. And then I want to gamble on Dwayne Haskins at 5K. Um, it's not pretty, uh, but, you know. But he, it's... He's got six touchdown upside. <laughs> <laughs> he might throw no, for seven. Yeah. And run all, right. all right, all right. No, it's mainly against Seattle. Um, and then uh, I just, I'm just a lover of Terry McLaurin. So I know we were talking about how um, Michael Thomas uh, getting Drew Brees back was going to go up. Uh, look at Terry McLaurin uh, when he doesn't have Alex Smith throwing him the ball. Um, McLaurin's a stud at 6,600. So I, I'm going to have tons and tons of shares of McLaurin. So that means I got to like Haskins in, in spots. So Isn't that the college narrative too? Weren't they teammates? That's the one that everyone goes back to. So I actually like Haskins. I like that you mentioned him. I think he's interesting down there. So main thing never is should have, never should have benched him. Pro- probably not. No. But I mean, there was a comeback story they, of the no. year with Alex Smith there. It definitely affects other guys. And don't forget, Brett, you love Logan Thomas. So you can triple stack that thing too, right? You can triple stamp there, triple stamp, a double stamp, a little dumb and dumber reference if you go back. But I, I like Dwayne Haskins. I like, you know, stacking him up and then using a Seattle guy in there. So we didn't talk about Carson, by the way, at running back, who, you know, Pete Carroll says is trash. And then, you know, we're not sure how he is. And then he goes out and looks amazing and crushes. So I like Carson. I like uh, Matt Ryan, who you mentioned down there for just, just going to the cheap guys right quick. I like Hertz a lot. I don't expect, you know, maybe 18 rush attempts again. We already talked about this, but I definitely think he's fine. I like him more naked cash, you know, fit everybody in your lineup. Let's go. But um, he's fine everywhere. I just, that's more for me. Mitch Trubisky. If I like Allen Robinson, which I do. And if I like Komet, which everybody does, then I think that's how you do it. You talk about triple stacking it up that way. That's (coughs) another way you can go there. So I certainly like that. Not going to name everybody. Goff, we already talked about. Only worry is some play volume concerns in that game, but. By the way, we got to give a shout out to both me and Kirkwood on the uh, on the on that call last week. Um, we we both were all in on uh, on uh, the Chicago Bear hookup with Allen Robinson. So. Yes, we deserve yes, some credit amazing. there. <laughs> yeah, let me get you a bag of chips. Hey, Trubisky, it's not easy to it's not easy to know when Trubisky's going to go off. That's for sure. 
It's not, but he's playable every week. I think he's won like all kinds of Millie Makers in the past. Yes, so. everybody praise me. Praise me. <laughs> he, um, he's on a high this week because Bitcoin's flying, man. Rocket ship emoji. Kid is out of his mind this week. Too risky is to the moon. Seven touchdowns this week. So we got him. We got, uh, you know, Goff, who I mentioned. I really like that just because I, I don't think, I'm not going to say Akers is going to be chalk we sort of call him bad chalk but i think like i said the biggest thing for me about acres i mentioned earlier i'll mention it again is with the defense pairing with that d i think and it's very possible to fit them both no problem i think that is going to become a little bit more popular and we have been targeting this jets uh, backfield so I, you know as our quarterback so i do like that brady who i mentioned i like and then at the top it's going to be lamar who you already mentioned so i don't know I, i'm stuck on kyler i know you already talked about him kirkwood but it makes sense because he's the opposite side of that game. But like when you have the, what is it? $1,100 to drop down to Hertz. Even if you use like Hertz Hopkins and Drake and no Kyler, that would be unique. And it definitely can still get there. Like Hertz could definitely could match or beat and crush point per dollar. Kyler, no one really uses that. It's still a stack and it's where you got Drake doing the work on the ground and then nuke just being a PPR beast. Like he is. So I really do like that for tournaments, but you know, you can pair it up any other way. Don't really need to go into it any further. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it could hurt hurts could do it, but I just, I just look at this decimated secondary and I just want to be on the other side and Kyler can get it both ways yep. and has fallen out of favor. And I just feel like this, he's going to absolutely smash this week. That's just the only, my, is the way I'm looking at it at least. Um Timbo, you gave uh, the thumbs up on Lamar this week? Yeah. What's not? Of course, especially he doesn't even have – they don't even have a backup, like, available, right? Yeah. At the start of the season, my thing was always this. We talked about a lot on here. I was off him a lot. You guys know I'm a, you know, pretty diehard Ravens fan. And the thought was just, you know, I did think guys were going to figure him out a little bit. But it's, again, it's almost like, you know, what Kirkwood just said earlier. It's a joke to most people, but it's literally the facts. He's one of the best running backs in the league. So – when you get later in the season, we talk about it with a guy like Derrick Henry. For him, it's because he's big and strong. It's a bit different. But what I'm saying is people do wear down as the season goes on. They, they get a little bit lazier. Things fall apart a little bit. Then you get these cake matchups, you know, cupcake matchups like Jacksonville. It's just he's going to run all over them. It's just the, the problem for me is, like, you got hurt just, at 5,900. Yeah, it's just if Gus the bus steals those two touchdowns. The reason, the reason why I said Tambo, because I think Tambo has gotten him right every single week. So, like, yeah. I, I just – and obviously you, you watch the Ravens, so it's, like, one of those things where I'm, like, all right, if you give me the thumbs up, then I'm going it's starting. It's starting to work again, man. Like, you Dude, see – I know – shout out to my boy, JKS. He's a Ravens fan. Uh, he He – diehard Ravens fan watches the Ravens knows everything about the Ravens and he is the worst predictor of anything that has to do with the Ravens the dude <laughs> so you just, just go you just you just go the opposite way of him so hey Kirkwood he's he's Simple. useless useless ask him if he's on Gus this week ask him if he's on Gus the bus and see okay. what happens and we'll get our answer and make sure you does he want his Gus up. seven carries this week <laughs> does if he's in on Gus we're out if he's out on him we're in it's simple solved um all right, that's enough quarterbacks for us, right? Yep. Let's yep. Uh, wide receiver. Um, I mean, Nuke is just – Nuke is finally going to nuke again. Uh, he had a good week against the Giants last week, 25 fantasy points, but we're going we're gonna to see, see a monster game, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting, this week. Um, it's going to be very popular, too, as well, but for good reasons to me. Calvin Ridley's going to be popular just because of no Julio, but his price at 8200 just feels like – 
I don't know. I just don't. I just think that Atlanta is going to be awful in this game personally. But that's that's me. Um, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, that's uh, Tambo's boy. He's got to go back to him and show, give him a little respect for taking care of him in the last play of the of the slate yes, last sir. week. Um, then we've got uh, Brett's boy, Scary Terry uh, McLaurin at sixty six hundred. We've got Tyreek uh, in a dome and a team that plays man like. Yes, please. 8,800 seems certainly reasonable um, to me. Uh, guys been getting a lot of targets too, so it's not he's not the same just few big play Tyreek that we were always used to. This guy has had a monster floor um, based on targets every you know every week this season. Um, Cooper Cup, uh, Jets, uh, they lost Poole. He was their best defender. They have nobody good. They, every team smashes them in the slot. Cooper Cup should be able to eat. Chris Godwin, every team smashes Atlanta in the slot. 6,200 um, certainly feels good um, to me. I don't know. Robert Woods, there's uh, Brandon Cooks as the only wide, legitimate, you know, wide receiver on uh, him Kute actually and Kiki has got those uh, if you want to do a BVP splits uh, Kute is BVP baseball pitch counts yeah yeah if you want to yes pitch counts that's right we had that last night uh, on uh, yeah. what was the what was the term rep count what was the term rep what, counts what, they flipped yeah, it to, instead of a snap yeah. count or, or a pitch count yeah. it, was a, it was a rep count yeah, what about T.Y. Hilton versus the Texans? If yeah, that's enough, that's fifty five hundred too. Like this, like he's a smash. Tambo Tambo was on on the the uh, beginning of that. Yeah, game. the beginning. He was he was. Now he's got four touchdowns since then. My my guy this week though for that same call, I Lamar. I've been d- doing pretty well with what my guy this week for that call. Brett is uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, I thought you were gonna say. I was gonna say Mike Evans. Mike Evans. I'm no, saying it's 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 gonna be Godwin. I'm saying. No, Brown oh has no gosh. touchdowns. Brown has we're no all... touchdowns, and he's getting five this week, Brett. Okay. No, no he's, getting, he's getting one. He's getting one. He's getting one. Hey, by the way, you just said Antonio Brown. Kirkwood said uh, Godwin. Godwin, and I said Mike Evans. So we're all three on. But only guys. one. Only one is right, and it's me. So it's oh, Antonio wow. Brown. It's obviously me. Same okay, let's. Let's let's talk about the Uber chalk here. The Saints guys become Uber chalk, right? Emmanuel Sanders forty two hundred and Traquan at thirty two hundred. That, yeah, that's, that's what. Now that's why we can play with ease, uh, Henry uh, and Kamara. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I also don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think they just. You know, some maybe one of them people will plug it in, especially in something like cash or something when they want to save the money. Because I think both are over twenty percent. No, it's impossible no? because everyone, nobody likes to stack it up that many ways. And they're already so in on Camara. I mean, like, think about these people out there building lineups. They get Camara in like first click, boom. They're not like, oh, now I need to go get Traquan or Emmanuel Sanders in too. They're, they're just not doing that. So realistically, a breeze stack with those two wide receivers would be unique. Tell me I'm wrong. The last time Breeze was the quarterback for this team. There's no way I'm Sanders. playing Breeze. I don't want to play him. I'm saying, but that would that would be unique yeah. for sure. There's, there's Sanders no Sanders had 14 targets last time Breeze quarterbacked uh, for the Saints uh, against the Chargers. But but also you can play. Okay, so just even plugging Breeze, and we always talk about this. How do you manipulate a piece of chalk and make it into something like Camara? Why not go Camara, Sanders, and Breeze, or Camara and Sanders, and go you know Mahomes on the other yeah, side? Yeah, we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what yeah. we're doing. That's what you're doing. <laughs> now that's what we're doing. Nobody mentioned it. All right, I like that play. Let's do it. Um, 
What else, what's some other guys, some lower on guys? Um, curious where you guys are with T.Y. Hilton. Are we still oh. buying T.Y. Hilton at all? Yeah, we're in, we're in. We're in. I mean, he's, he's seen three, I, I guess we'll say two really strong games of seven targets, 11 targets, three touchdowns. Um, I mean, four touchdowns in three weeks. Yeah, I mean, you kind of – We're getting him like – he's, he's – He's uh, in the dome again. He always crushes uh, Houston. He's uh, what a, they're they're getting him going like against easy defenses. This is an easy defense. Like what I will say though, I mean they're obviously a run first team. It's one of the strongest run first teams in the league, right? Like almost a sixty forty run to pass ratio. Um, so that's the only thing against it. Like if they do smash Houston, we could see a twenty attempt game. So um, twenty attempts by uh, Philly Rivers. So and you were already just talking about an injury. So that's my only concern there. So I think I'm Mr. out. I'm selling high. I'm selling high on that one because Voice I'm just so table. in on the Jonathan Taylor call, man. I'm really in on the Taylor call. And I like that Kamara is going to pick up a bunch of that ownership now versus if you look, like I was saying, Brad, I think you stepped out for a second when we were talking about it, but Kamara was like way under, like you were arguing today a little bit about Kamara versus Thomas bets. Right. And now yeah. I want to change. that changes. Not you can do right. That, that happens. But I'm saying you, you had Taylor showing up. If you look at lineup HQ right now, he's like 25%. And Kamara's at nine. He's not. Kamara's not necessarily going to eat into Henry because everyone can get to Henry, no problem. Still in the, in those lineups, I think he really drops. You're going to see Taylor's ownership drop, and I I really just feel like that's how they get there. And you just got to trust that you are going up. You know that Hines and Wilkins are going to get touches there. So, really, just cool. comes down to how you want to play and build your lineups. Who are we paying up for at wide receiver? That's my only question. Like I don't. I Nuke. I think it's DeAndre Hopkins. No. Yeah. Nuke. I think it's Hopkins for me. But um, like, so then there's the ownership plays where it's like AJ Brown potentially, you know, off of, uh, or you could go with your boy too, uh, Corey Davis. Um, I, I really like Allen Robinson still. I, I was like just going to say, Allen I'm, I'm still on A-Rob. I, mm-hmm. I actually prefer A-Rob more this week than hey, I did last to week. To Hopkins? Okay, yeah. Because uh, um, less, less high on uh, Mr. Electric. Man, he gets so many targets. He just gets all the targets targets and Trubisky loves them man Robinson is so underrated he just has the shittiest quarterbacks of all time passing to him it's insane so yeah I like him quite a bit and I love like Kirkwood put me on it more than I was he sold me on early but I already liked cup kind of and when he really reminded me that not only is acres going to be owned that I remembered that the Rams D is going to be correlated with us so people are going to do that and no one's really on golf yet we've been hitting New York Jets all season and doing well with it it just makes you want to go there so bad. So I really do like that play, especially for large field stuff. Uh, yep. Golf to cup is a, is money this week. You don't even got to run it back either. If you recall, we've talked. No, about you don't. No, you don't have. You could do Mims if he's healthy, but you don't. If like, you want you to, that's, you don't need a jet. You do not have to run it back. All right, this is a millionaire care uh, play. Um, everybody saw the Des Bryant on COVID, right, and him almost retiring. Uh, how about the narrative of him coming back and him getting fed a touchdown, a couple <laughs> touchdowns? <laughs> the I say, wine no. hit I, I, say, I, I say he doesn't even touch the field. I don't know. I kind of like it. I feel like they feed him. We got to ask JK. You know, I was so pissed that night uh, that he went yep. down for COVID because he was the easiest fade for showdown. And yep. uh, everyone was 10% play of the people Dez. still had him. Everyone was going to play the Des narrative. It was Des, the revenge still, game, but yeah. man, that made it so that the Duvernay play just got there, of course, right? At 800 bucks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I don't know. It was Boykin. I, it was Boykin. That's why I played. Or, sorry, why, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone played Duvernay, but Boykin was the, the 
It was because the game, but it was the showdown game before that. Demir Bird was the same price, eight hundred bucks as Duvernay, and and got there. So then everyone wanted to get on Duvernay, and the play was Boyk, and you nailed it. That's what it was. I, I know because I was a one v one away, and I played. I Duvernay. smashed. I smashed that night. That's why. Yeah, I, I, I did. Boykin. I did well that night. It was the. It was the. It was the night though that if I had to just swap from Duvernay to Boykin in that version of that lineup, it was it was a one v one off whatever the chop was, like eight thousand bucks or something. It was a huge chop that night, but would have taken it. Um, you gotta ask your All boy right. JK though if Des Bryant's in play. That's that's the one. You, we, we go the opposite. On we go the opposite. No. I like uh, who's the other guy I like that. What about Gallup at thirty five hundred bucks? Yeah, I I played him last week. I'll go back again. You know, I didn't mention that whole stack. I want to bring it up now just because. But that game, Dalton, Lamb, Gallup, Schultz, all these guys are super cheap and really makes for some nice stacks. If you want to go the the route of the Camara, Henry, Taylor, old school team jam them in, I I think that's an interesting lineup build as well, something like that. So my – my high leverage play of the day is obviously I'm fading big dog. So I'm going to buy the Tennessee wide receivers here. Um, I know Kirk, what do you, you mentioned AJ Brown, but I like both. Uh, I mean, Corey Davis made me quite a bit of money two weeks ago. I'm going right back to that. Well, um, so if I like both of those guys, obviously I'm going to do a Tannehill stack uh, with those two. All right. All right. Uh, what else? Tight end. Yeah. Tight end. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey and call it a day. No, come on. 8K, 8K, Travis Kelsey. Holy jeez. No, he's obviously a good play. Mark just, Andrews you know, is going to smash this week. So from yeah. a matchup standpoint, so, well, the thing with Hollywood's now coming back, but it was, I don't, I don't think that really even matters much. Um, well, we got to wait a, and see, right? Isn't that, I think that's still a piece of news we're waiting on. I yeah, thought today they said that these guys, well, it's like I'm him, Prochet, and Boykin, I think. Isn't there three of them on the COVID list? I don't know. I'm going to have to ask JJ. Yeah, I'm almost saying yeah, I have to ask JJ. <laughs> show, man. You got to tell him to get in on this one. This is a show this week. Um, I um, forget what it is, but there are definitely three of them on there. It's it's definitely Prochet and um, um, Hollywood. But what about Duvernay? Three strongest matchups of the week from the tight end position are Travis Kelsey, surprise, surprise, uh, Gronk, and Mark Boykin, Andrews. Boykin. And Mark Andrews. And, and plus now – Andrews looked good in that in that game. He Lamar hasn't looked good, you know, from a passing standpoint. But he is the clear number one connection. So, and his prices, you know, there's just such such a significant amount of savings off of Kelsey if you are paying up. I feel like he's going to have a monster week. Like this, it just against the Jags just seems like. But now the problem is, it's like if Lamar runs, if Dobbins, like there's so many ways this game could go because all of them are great matchups, right? Like so. Dobbins could go off. Gus the bus, like I said, could 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 vulture. Uh, Lamar could do it all himself. But if there's one pairing for receiving option, it's Mark Andrews. Tell tell me this though, guys. Um, so would you rather gamble at a three to four k tight end or a three to four k wide receiver this week? I mean, I always take a cheap tight end, but so wide receiver one this this year is Kelsey. He's wide receiver. Yeah. Like he's, he's the, he's the not wide receiver. So, yeah. I mean, it seems pretty safe and I still feel like he's not going to be owned enough. Um, so I, I think, I think uh, I'm still going to have like a ton of shares of Kelsey more than the field. I'll tell you who that I'm not playing last week. It was like Kelsey Angus Stecky getting there and it was like two tight end, two tight end bullshit. And it's like, well, 
he's a wide receiver. So you just had to compare Kelsey against that crew in that price range. And he was absolutely fine. I get it. But you know, I didn't have it. That's for sure. Like, you know, I know some sharper guys that had it out there, but I think it's, you know, always interesting. It's just not how I'd like to normally build, but like you said, Brett, you got to think of him a little bit differently. He's certainly one of the guys that you got to compare it and, and not make it the same. Can't put him really, really in the same class. Yeah. And Jimmy Graham, uh, obviously old veteran, he's highly, highly questionable here. I think that's going to bring Cole Komet um, into chalk territory if uh, Jimmy's but, out. Yeah, man. I get it. I love, like, I understand it. And he's been crushing the last couple of weeks. His snap counts way up, all of that. But a 21% owned value tight end, like, mm-hmm. this is like people getting on too late, man. Like, you, you missed him. He was 0.4%. He was 1.4%. Yep. Now you're like, oh, let me all get in. It's 21%. How many times has that worked out? The, I'll tell you what, the other side of that game is more interesting to me because Minnesota loves to use their tight ends. No one's really playing Dalvin Cook, but you want certain pieces of that game. Irv Smith, especially because I think Rudolph is going to be out. We're still waiting on the final news, but if Rudolph's out, that's a guy that you would see. And you can have like a Robinson who's an expensive wide receiver, but we like him. You can have him across from Irv Smith and just use the secondary stack or roll out the stack with Trubisky and, and do it that way. And if I'm using Komet, I'm doing something unique. I'm running like Trubisky stacks with Robinson, hey, Komet, and like Irv Smith. Go back to the two tight end and then jam everybody. That, that's how I'm looking to do something like that if I'm going to play it that way. I mean, we talked uh, about every uh, we talked about every saint, but we haven't talked about Jared Cook. Like, where where does that you know where does that uh, bring you on Jared Cook? Like, I feel like uh, Drew Brees coming back in this offense, he utilizes the tight end quite a bit. Uh, I think Jared Cook, uh, Cook could pop off here too, and you know he's not going to be as shocky as the wide receivers or Camara. So that that'd be decent leverage there for Saints. Yeah, he's a good play. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, Irv Smith back, uh, I think is no, not going to get played with a little bit of a price hike up to 3,600. I think he's a good play. Hayden Hurst sucks. I'll just say that right now. Um, <laughs> he does, man. He's so bad. He's just no. stiff as a board. Um, <laughs> but he has a matchup, man, against Tampa Bay. That's a good spot, but man, I don't know. I'll tell you, I'm never playing Jordan Akins again, ever. You will never catch me with a lineup with Jordan Aikens in it for the rest. The sun got in his ever. eyes, man. Give him yeah. a break. Oh, the sun shit. was in his Dude, eyes. What a, I couldn't believe it. I saw him wide open. I'm like, yes, it's in there. Like, and then it like the even the camera work was bad too for the yeah. play. And I was like, I was like, what the hell just happened? And when, when you like, tweeted he's that, chug, he's just like chugging, running back, like yeah. no big deal. When you tweeted um, that on Sunday, I was just like, oh my god, that it's like oh, that perfect Kirkwood too. Like the, the broadcast like tried to blame. Um, Watson, they're like, well, if he you know, catches he that, him. if he can't, I had a good week, but if he catches that and then that, and Adams comes down with that like 40 yard touchdown bomb that like he was right in his hands, but it was kind of a underthrown from uh Rogers late in the game there, then uh, I would have had a monster week. But um, what can you do, anyways? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I like Gronk, like, I, I'm just gonna follow those matchups and. You know, I know Tambo said, uh, "Who cares about the matchups?" But uh, I'll take I'll take matchups with Gronk this well, week. Well, no, I'm talking like, about I'm talking about the, you were talking about BVP earlier. I'm talking about this cornerback wide receiver matchup yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I've been going on all year. Like these guys are getting burned 
every time. It don't matter. But I, I'm, I'm with you on the flow chart stuff. Don't give me. I love narratives and flow All right. charts. All right. Here we go. So we're, yeah. we're good. I mentioned Gronk earlier. I said, look, if you got Tom Brady in this spot, it's funny. You know, I get the Fournette play, and I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I, I bet you this is what's going to happen. He'll fall into a couple. But I think that it's more interesting is that the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, and the tight ends are what crush Atlanta. You can triple them up, combo them up, do whatever you want. And then does this guy get there? Like last week was like Trubisky, Robinson, and Montgomery. So it can happen, even though this running back's not catching a bunch of passes. It just works out that way. So it could happen. Brady, Gronk, and get your Fournette on. But I just like Fournette better in like a cash game than I do in a tournament at 30% ownership or whatever it's going to be. All right. uh, And you can always play Hawkinson. Yeah, I think I think uh, I'm right there with you, Kirkwood, on uh, Andrews. Uh, I really like him at under 10%. But Hawkinson, Hawkinson and uh, Marvin Jones have identical target share uh, with Galladay out. So um, I'm right there with with Hawkinson also. Yeah. Um, stacks and close it out. All right, stacks. I'm gonna just say. Uh, Real easy um, top stack for me is going to be uh, Kyler to nuke. Um, who do I run it back with is the, is the question. I, I don't know who I want to run it. I don't even know if I need you, to run it back, you talked, but it you would be miles. Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to go like heavy with miles. I would rather have a receiving option, but I don't, but I don't think I need to run it back, but uh, sure. Miles Sanders would be the, the guy, I guess, or Goddard at the tight end position. That Goddard. Would make sense. I like Goddard. Didn't yeah. mention him just a second ago, but he's another guy I like that's on my radar. I think that's an interesting play this week that not many people are going to be on. Um, I mean, everyone's going to play. I mean, I, there's no reason. I don't have to say Mahomes to Tyreek. But, uh, man, um, what's the low, who's the lone one? Did, who did I say that I like lone? I have no idea. Cheap guy? You, you were talking okay. about um, Trubisky again, I think. And then, yeah, yeah. you were going okay. back to Trubisky, Trubisky to A Rob. Trubisky to A Rob. Then, uh, yeah, that's be, a good one. I like that one. We can do that again. Or we can even th- line Comet uh, back in there. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously Dalvin is an easy one. But if you want to take, uh, I guess, I think Dalvin is the is the optimal one. But you can go uh, Thielen or Jefferson for sure, obviously. But those are those are my favorite stacks. I'm gonna mine's gonna be real easy this week. It's okay, be my low, tons of Kyler. I'll just do my low owned one. My low owned one will be uh, just leveraging the Derrick Henry chalk. So uh, Tannehill to AJ Brown and Corey Davis, um, and we'll bring it back with Hawkinson on that one. Yeah, I was talking about, I like the Brady stack with Antonio Brown. Definitely like that one. You can bring it back with Gage. You can bring it back with anybody but Hayden Hurst with his hair flowing in the wind. So I'm, I'm with Kirkwood on that one. And then the, the low one I like was what you just said. I like Trubisky. I, I'm going to just rattle this one right off. Trubisky, Robinson, Komet, and put your Irv Smith in the flex. Double tight end and jam everybody else. And let's go. That's what I'm in on. Let's go. All right, right, speaking of going, let's go. We're going to leave. So thank you for the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast, and we'll catch you next week.